0: Hello and welcome to We're Watching What. I'm your host, Dana, or the DHK as I'm known, and we have a very TV-heavy week for you this week. We watched several things, including episodes one and two of WandaVision out on Disney+, Plus, which is Marvel's first foray into streaming TV. Technically, they've had the TV shows on network television before, but this is their first streaming-only show. We watched Bling Empire on Netflix. Bling Empire is sort of a reality TV slash Vanderpump Rules slash any of the Real Housewives franchises meets Crazy Rich Asians. And we watched episode three of season 13 of RuPaul's Drag Race. So major spoilers for WandaVision, also uh, major spoilers for Avengers and the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which I think you do really need to have seen in order to have the events of WandaVision make any sort of sense. We don't go too much into major plot points of Bling Empire, so if you haven't seen it yet, I think it's more or less okay to listen. And then we do spoil a little bit of what happens in episode three of RuPaul's Drag Race. And then be sure to stay tuned after our main discussion because we have a ton to follow up on. So without Further ado here is we're watching what we watched wandavision we have been waiting what did you two think i've been waiting to discuss this i'm so
1: excited oh i loved it (laughs) i had such a good time i was just say
2: it's hard when things that we're excited about come out on friday and then we wait a few days to record because it's like yes talk talk talk, you know what i mean yeah
1: (laughs) i think i mean nick at night kind of shaped me as a human so i'm gonna say that i enjoyed all the references i had a really good time watching them i liked their chemistry together i thought they were really cute but also going to be so heart-wrenching soon <laughs> which you know I thought the plot would move a little bit quicker but but at the same time like it's hard to know until I see like the whole picture of what it's going to be like so this will be one of those complaints that maybe I can have after the series is over if if I feel like it moves too slow or if it just actually feels really right at that time it's kind of hard to know I'm just kind of anxious to get to mm-hmm. what's going on in that room but that's a good thing let's see uh Catherine Han is everything always in put her in more things She's fantastic. Yeah, I
2: guess that's the most of it. Yeah, I I really enjoyed it too. I think it's a very bold thing to be releasing as an episodic because I do think that it's a show that potentially we'll see where it goes, but that it's a show that I think deserves a binge maybe. I'm because just wondering if
1: people like so... my parents are going to stick. You know that, what I mean? That was my that That's was my first question. thing I said to my parents. I was like, I don't know if you're going to like this. Because <laughs> all of us Marvel folk are like, oh, House of M. And we know that it's coming and that she's cracking or that someone's doing something to her. But I don't know that people who aren't big Marvel fans have any idea. What well, and
2: going. even like without House of M thoughts or knowledge or anything like that, I just think still as like a Marvel person, You know the characters at least enough to where you're looking, and then you're seeing the little things. There's a lot of little potential Easter eggs. There's a lot of actual Easter eggs, I think, and stuff where we're kind of like, you know, something's going on. And they have done a good enough job of showing us that clearly something's going on. And that it's like, okay, but is it an enticing enough mystery so far for people to keep returning? And so I'm wondering, because when we're gonna get episode three, for example, on Friday, right? is that going to be, is it going to be, if it's just episode three, is is that one going to progress the plot into a way where they can capture the fair weathered fan a little bit more? And if so, could they have lumped it with at these three. two episodes maybe, you know, and put three at a time just to see? We don't know how fast it's going to move. I have a feeling the whole thing will be a pretty slow burn, which I'm totally on board for. But yeah, it's a, it's a bold move just because, like we're saying, we don't know how many of the casual fans are going to really continue to care. Uh, I know I have my, like, theories about who a lot of the different characters actually are in real life and blah, 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 and all this stuff, you know, that I'm sure we all have, and people have, and we can bore ourselves to death talking about them all, but it's just, if you don't care enough to think that uh, someone like Catherine Hahn's character might actually be someone substantial in the Marvel Universe, if you don't care that much about that, will that reveal be interesting if it happens? I don't know. It's, but they achieved exactly, I think, what they set out to do, <laughs> which was make this this show and, and really pay homage and also kind of mock and all these things to these, these classic sitcoms and stuff. Uh, they really captured the feel. And I was like, oh, honestly, I would watch the show. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say something potentially not unpopular. I didn't love it to start. Mm -hmm. I think part of it was a lot of built up expectations, not knowing what was going into it. I don't love Elizabeth Olsen as Scarlet Witch. I just don't love what they have done in general with Scarlet Witch with the MCU. And I know that's not necessarily their fault because, you know, they didn't have the right to say mutants, So they didn't have the ability to do this. And like, I just, it was a little underwhelmed. And I think she is a character with so much potential that they have not yet fully explored yet. And it's quite possible they will do it in this series, but the slow burn was challenging for me. And I think part of it was, it's been a while since I've seen anything Marvel, like that's, you know, that's kind of on me, but also you can't expect everyone to rewatch the entire MCU before watching you know, a TV series. I also watched a lot of Nick at Night, not exactly growing up, a little later. So I got all the references. I think they did a amazing job of capturing that style. It's just not my favorite thing. And at a certain point, I'm like, okay, we get it. You know how you're doing the cool, like bewitched thing with the magic and you're doing all the, all the homages, but what's the point of this? I feel like it maybe could have been condensed down a little bit into one 45 minute episode that just sped through it. Instead of having totally. this like, act break with the credits and all that stuff. And and like oh my Jackie God, said, like the
1: credits were so long. So too. long. And I kept it's- waiting for something. <laughs> And they've conditioned us to almost wait mm-hmm. through them, yeah. so it's like really mean because they were seven minutes long for a twenty-six minute episode. That's like substantial.
0: And I read something somewhere that, and I think I probably have to go back and watch them. Like maybe there are little tidbits in some illustrations or something
1: like that. I, don't, I can't oh, remember, in
2: those but... in those opening credits, I saw a couple things.
1: Right, heard. and for
2: sure, but
1: yeah, I'm. I i do not think it's bad. Like there's there's a lot of like sword logo and stuff. So. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff like that, or... But S.W.O.R.D. is not something that, like, I immediately knew.
0: S.W.O.R.D., like, I, I know they are a Marvel entity, but I do think this is a show that is not the most inclusive of broader fans. And that's it's, not a bad thing, but it's, like, you you are going to have to prove that it was worth this investment. Right. Well, and part
2: of the issue, S.W.O.R.D. also, like, in the Marvel MCU, is also pretty seemingly different than what we know in the comics, anyway. And they haven't, in my knowledge, the only movie that has brought it up at all was the last Spider-Man film. And we know that Nick Fury is
0: kind of like... I don't even remember that, but sure. Yes, yeah. I take, he I take men- your he word men- for it. Right. He
2: mentions it because it's like S.H.I.E.L.D. is kind of dead. Oh, right. <laughs> you right. Know? right. And Popular, so Sword, Shield, tide, drop, Sword uh,
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: Yeah, so Sword is kind of becoming, it almost seems like Nick Fury's new initiative in a way. And so it hasn't been fleshed out or explored enough to make, I think, most viewers, not just casual really care all that much about like oh all this sword stuff here and there like I don't know the people even pick up on it unless you're like paying attention because you're looking for that kind of stuff and so yeah the little kind of carrots that they're dangling about sword are kind of like okay and then the other stuff that's kind of maybe being dangled is all very deep you got to know your your stuff I think to really kind of draw those conclusions that I think that they might be trying to get us to draw but then there's also, you know, some little kind of like nods that maybe don't matter all that much. But it's just kind of giving you clues into like, oh, this is Wanda's psyche, you know. My biggest question beyond what's, uh, what, where we're going with what characters we're bringing in and, and who Agnes is and who all this stuff. Beyond that, my biggest question currently is, is what we are seeing Wanda's self-created delusion or is she being, uh, is this being thrust upon her by potentially sword or someone, not sword, but someone else in the swords term. Like what, are, because like, what are they doing to you, Wanda? And the stuff, is it something where it's of her making? We see she has some control over things in it. She doesn't want to leave it. She's liking it there. But we also remember, you know, her powers in the MCU, which you test on, Dina. you know, it's very different from the comics being a mutant, are provided to her just like visions from the uh, time stone. So it's something where when you look at that, we literally see her reverse time and then speed up time or do whatever as she needs to. But is that just something that's part of like Wanda's powers potentially in this universe that we're in all of a sudden, like, we don't know, but like how much of this is she creating and how much is it we're putting her there? Like, like a house of M thing or something where you have these stories where Wanda goes off the deep end in different ways and then they have to try to figure out how to control her. So they're like, let's just mentally send her here for a while while we, <laughs> you know, on this planet where she can just call this her own home for a while. while we'll figure out what to do with her.
1: Right. You know, so we don't know where we're at. The thing is, is she's so powerful that she's dangerous.
2: Yeah. And they've been setting up emotional tolls. Right.
1: I feel like because I guess the impression that I got, or at least what I was thinking, was that she is doing it herself and that they're monitoring her while she's doing it. So she went into some sort of psychosis after he died. And so she's in a safe place in her mind just because of the control. So that's the only thing I'm sort of basing my hypothesis on was that, you know, when she rewinds it, when the sword person sort of comes out to come get her. That's, I mean, that's what it felt like to me was this person was coming to get her, or coming to give her some sort of real world news of some sort that she wasn't ready for. So she re- rewound it and then did it again. Right, it's sort of so like her the universe on. that she's yeah, trying to control. So like she's, there is no bad news in this. Right, world. so I, yeah, so I'm thinking that's my vote I mean, obviously, it might change next week when they release whatever they release next week. Um, But my current vote is that they're watching her, but they are not causing it. Like, I don't think they're like, Well, maybe they're drugging her because of it. But I think she has a decent amount of control.
2: I have thoughts about Coven or something or other. I I personally think that Agnes might be a character named Agatha Harkness in the comics who is a very famous Marvel witch and I just I had things that were just like uh, and then I, I was kind of like thinking about it a lot and then I saw there's actually a lot of fan theories about it so I was like okay so I'm not the only one who kind of like had this little thought about it but no
0: I don't think
2: you're the only one <laughs> no 100% yeah and I was like okay so then maybe I'm maybe I'm honestly who knows but Agnes being Catherine Khan of course but I feel like these characters are going to be and I went down a whole rabbit hole of stuff and then it like Mephisto stuff started coming up and things and there's so much here where I'm like, this might be something where we actually have villains or someone who has a hold of her, who somehow has gotten her in it and has done this to her, and they're you know what they're doing, and Sword is trying to pull her out of it, and she doesn't necessarily want to pull that would be
1: really interesting because when you get
2: into what with the multiverse and all that kind of stuff that stuff is all directly related in many comics with wanda with mephisto and other stuff Uh so uh uh she could be under influence and the only reason i really started thinking before i even looked into anything and started thinking too deeply about it the reason i started thinking that i i actually feel like this is actually not her own delusion is I think if Wanda made her own delusion of her perfect, happy life, I truly think Pietro would be there, her brother. Who That's still fresh, his death. And she said, you took the only thing. She says to Ultron, the only thing that matters to me, you took it. Right. I think he'd be there. I think he'd be
1: alive. Vision's alive. I think he'd be alive. I'm I'm feeling into this now. So I'm liking this because then TV thing makes a lot more sense too because they're feeding her some sort of storyline from somewhere else that they know of. So she's not controlling it. She didn't just go to a happy place, but they're actually showing her TV and then she's, or you know what I mean, feeding those sort of stories into this delusion.
2: And she genuinely, to me, seems surprised by certain things that happen in it.
1: Yes, and also, yeah, that makes sense. And then, because I was just assuming she was like acting along with it, but I could feel this. And then maybe we're seeing SWORD people trying to help her. So SWORD is trying to get into this delusion any way it can, and that's why we're seeing it on like weird logos I see her like in a a coma. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so maybe sword is sort of infiltrating it somehow, but maybe whatever villain is sort of controlling it or whatever doing is causing her own defenses to sort of react to.
2: Mm -hmm. Totally. And she's she's enjoying her time there. So when she sees someone trying to break in Mm -hmm. and and Mm -hmm. shatter the illusion that's been created, she doesn't understand what's going on. She automatically tries to, like, no, 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 I want to stay here. I don't know. I'm much happier here. So I'm feeling Mephisto. I don't know. I'm feeling this kind of stuff. Because I I
1: knew Mephisto is like the whole reason she had her kids in the original.
2: Right. And and she's pregnant now. And so we know that that's that's, coming. And so. Yeah, that's really interesting. And I don't know, but and we'll see. But I think it's going to be very telling with what villains and stuff are going to be kind of coming into Doctor Strange. I don't know who Agatha is further. though.
1: Agatha Harkness is what you said. I, I don't know. Yeah, her.
2: she's she's a witch, and I met her. Well, not met. You know, in the comics, <laughs> I was like, you you also she, a witch. <laughs> if I remember correctly, though, she was like the nanny of Reed and Sue Richards.
1: Wow! And, and then
2: and ended up saving the kid and revealing that she was a witch when someone
1: I've I read, read almost no Fantastic Four yeah you yeah, know like, like, oh, I I'm don't a, I'm think a, we're gonna yeah. get that yeah as... no
2: I'm a fan
0: <laughs> that would not be how they introduce Fantastic Four it, I mean it'd be great but
2: yeah I'd love it but I'm a Fantastic Four nut so I was like I remember her in that but eventually she does become a bit of a mentor to Wanda for a that long
1: makes, time. That makes a lot. So
2: of sense. it made me start thinking, and I and I remember in the trailer that during Halloween or something, and at one point in the trailer, which I think will hopefully be coming very soon, but like we see Catherine Hahn as like I don't know who I am or she goes Am I dead? And he goes Why would you be dead? He goes Because you are to Vision, and I think she's dressed as a witch, and I don't know, not that it matters, but <laughs> I, I, <laughs> it's just I very like a distinctly thing.
0: remember that she has a witch hat on and like. And I think it's like a little nod. I think she's yeah. a witch,
2: you know. So whether it's probably she's probably like Agatha Halloween or
0: not, in that episode or something. Right,
2: it? and so whether she's Ag- like Agatha or not, I think she's some sort of there's a few different witches in in the Marvel Universe for sure and I think that she's somebody to me as much as you know we also met obviously being uh, Rambo Monica Rambo yes Mm -hmm. we like we know Monica's in the show right which obviously was a spoiler trust. so we've already met her character having a totally different name and so it's someone that that we know that Wanda is potentially kind of meeting either now or you know because she didn't seem to like know her Mm-hmm. And so it's this thing where we're meeting characters. We've met one character in the show we know has a bigger purpose. So it makes right. me think, why wouldn't others, right? Yeah. Dottie, Dottie, this woman in the book club, whatever, who's mean she, she could be Mephisto. She could be, I mean, who knows? I am really into but
1: Dottie. I'm going to say that I love her.
2: Because we know one character at least has meaning beyond the sitcom we're watching. It just makes me feel like these characters are coming together and somehow it's being done to her. Because how would she just create them and then they're people in the real universe? You know, so- who
1: knows? Well, but, I mean, sometimes your dreams are populated with people you know. So I'm not
2: totally but do, I mean, I do, that's the thing in the timeline we just don't know who she's met yet. Totally. <laughs> as far as these characters.
1: I'm more into this, so I'm I'm changing my vote. I'm gonna go that I believe that there is maybe not Mephisto, but some sort of villain Someone. action happening. Um and that sort has tried to infiltrate. I am abstaining. Nobody hate me. I've seen episode three.
2: Oh, okay. So you know Ooh.
0: things. Okay. Yes. And I, can't, so, I was trying... Good. That's what I've been... Scroll- I was like, am I... Embar- no, good, how good, much good. embargo am I under right now? Yeah. Uh, okay. I don't want to say anything. Yeah.
2: Because... No, appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm yeah. I to learn. Yes. But about episodes one and two, I did not recognize that that was Monica Rambeau. Like, I didn't realize the significance of that character because I remember, like, did we ever meet her as an adult or did we just get... No, she, we only...
2: We only met her as a kid and then saw the casting news and I so remember her face. That's that is
0: remember. one of the challenges to me of the show where it's like you're either expecting people to be paying attention to casting announcements, which is not, that's probably not what they're actually doing, or you're going to reveal it later. And then we're going to, we're supposed to go, ah, oh, of course, that's what, you know, all of these things have tied together, which I, part of this is just the culture of the internet and all that info being out there. But you are—you have to be aware of that as a filmmaker at this point, right? Like you just have to be aware that spoilers and, and this type of thing is going to play into it and so I'm wondering what the line was between like how much info do we feed people early like could we have shown something about Captain Marvel in relation to Monica Rambeau to mm-hmm. help give people who maybe didn't realize that that's who that was like a hint as opposed to making it be this super twist surprise later down the road. You know, I, yeah. I think it's little things like that where I'm like, there's mm-hmm. clearly so many Easter eggs for hardcore people in this, but it's either going to be amazing when it pays off and it was all brilliantly, you know, like murder board thought out and they had all these plans or it's going to yeah. be disappointing. But I don't think
1: there's like a middle ground.
2: Yeah. I yeah. Tried. No, I, I could totally, I could totally be
1: on the analysis. I just, I... Of course, like as someone who's a hardcore fan, I'm like, yay, make stuff for us. <laughs> um, right, absolutely. But, but, but I, but I do... I have not recommended it to my family yet just because they wouldn't get it. You know what I mean? Like my parents Mm -hmm. wouldn't understand it yet. And my sister wouldn't understand it yet. And so I want to wait and see like how long I've, because then I can just tell them, hey, you just have to get to episode four and then it right. great or whatever.
2: Yeah, you know? It starts to make sense. or Yeah.
1: But until we get to that point, I wouldn't recommend it to anyone just because, well, except for my Marvel people, but they're watching it anyway. So exactly. um, yeah. that's irrelevant. But yeah, right now it's not one of those shows that like I feel like has massive
0: appeal. Yeah. Right. As opposed to like Mandalorian, which, you know, we've all talked about how
1: members of our family who are not big Star Wars fans were just like, yeah. oh my God, Mandalorian, you know. Got so- them into it. Well, and that's what's so interesting about this being the choice for the first Marvel TV show mm -hmm. in Disney Plus. I would have expected, and, you know, obviously we don't know the timeline and we don't really know how this is going to fit in and what's coming after and all of that, but it would have been maybe smarter to start with something, you know, like Falcon. A little less polarizing. Where it's like not as polarizing. Everyone loves Captain America. You know what I mean? And you can just kind of build off of that. And it's probably, I mean, obviously I have not seen the show, but I have a feeling it's very, you know, episodic or, adventures yeah, about them kicking ass, yeah. right. you know, rather than like this deep, I mean, even, even psychological, like looking you know, at their powers, thing. right? It's like, okay, brute force powers versus like crazy, it's understandable metaphysical, Yeah, knows so what. Yeah. It's yeah. interesting that you wouldn't start with something like that so that you could hook people enough to get them to watch something like Wanda. It
2: Wolf. makes me... It makes me
0: wonder about the quality of uh, Winter Soldier or whatever. Because I'm Mm -hmm. like, is it not strong enough to... Were they like, we're not confident enough. Or, again, is WandaVision going to blow us away by episode four? Yeah.
2: Well, and I went the other direction where I was like, obviously, it didn't change their release schedule as much. But I had to wonder if there was anything... That you might get out of Eternals that could have driven excitement for this even more, mm. or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it would be, what it could. I don't know, but since it, so we have to remember, Black Widow and Eternals were supposed to happen before this. Which mm-hmm. Widow, I don't expect anything to really connect here, but at least Eternals—that's a weird bunch of people. I mean,
1: Eternals, a weird group, you know. So definitely something that would link better to Sword, in my opinion. You know, yeah, like they—I mm-hmm. think that they
2: must expand upon things there, and you get into kind of time variances and all kinds of different stuff that you can go. I think that uh, I personally think that Darcy, who is Kat Dennings, I think she's likely maybe working for S.W.O.R.D. And that's where we'll see her in the show. I don't know. But there's things that maybe could have been the gap might have been bridged a tiny bit more Mm -hmm, uh, with certain things that maybe would be keeping more general audiences excited. And they thought, you know, well, we have to push. Eternals, but then thought, okay, well, what the, what you learn there isn't mandatory for you to understand what's going on in Wanda. But I just wonder if it would have driven excitement more
1: for the casual. That's, right. a, that's I mean, a that's a very good, good point. No, that's a wonderful point. I I hadn't thought of that. And if that movie had done very well, then I can see how it could. Yeah. Draw more into this. Of course, we don't know where it goes. Yeah, we have no idea. Makes sense. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and so who knows? Because there are so many different places they can take this kind of stuff, and it's 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 interesting. But I, you know, Danny, you touched on Wanda representation of the movie versus comics and stuff, and it's like it's totally true. Like I really love Elizabeth Olsen, and I like her portrayal, but the character we're seeing is not exactly Scarlet Witch, of course, some differences. But what I do like about what they've managed to do in the movies is that aside from Age of Ultr, or yeah, Age of Ultron, when we first see her we first in a real film except you know she's at the end of winter soldier but not a lot but when we first really see her and using her powers fully and stuff in that one of course she's doing some of the not mind control but kind of going and like putting images in people's heads things like that the manipulation showing that manipulation doesn't really do that again from what i remember in a lot of the movies she just kind of uses her red blasty hand energies and it's really cool to look at. And it's well, it's cool to look at. It. It's wonderful. We saw her almost like obliterate Thanos in Endgame, which was super cool. One of the my favorite parts of it and stuff. But it's interesting because they touched on that she has more, we know that the power maybe is like has no limits or whatever, or very high limits. And they have not assigned any limits to it. And it's like she can learn any amount of what she's able to do at any time. And then it can take us to a place where we are getting a more fully fledged Scarlet Witch. And I'm hoping that's what we're doing here. But yeah, I do have to ask about her accent, though. Because that was, uh, I was going to bring that up. <laughs> I was like,
0: where? A friend, okay. a
2: friend of mine is really big into accents and stuff in films. She's always like, she can always really like, oh, the accent wasn't perfect here, perfect there. I'm very like, I hardly notice it, huh? but, you know. And in the first, in Age of Ultron, obviously the accent was there. I couldn't have told you it wasn't a very great Russian accent. I don't know. Apparently it wasn't great. And then it goes and it's kind of like, I didn't even notice. She's like, yeah, she kind of goes in and out of it. And then in further movies I was watching. And then by the time we got to end game, it was like seemingly just gone. And now it's gone. And I'm like, well, is it because we're living in a, an American sitcom? And so she has an American, (laughs) I don't know. But it's this thing where I'm like, or are we just to believe that Wanda as a character is now just like using an American accent because she's been here long enough. Like, I
0: (laughs) I I had the exact same question and I believe that the Russo brothers addressed it like because it's been disappearing since however long. The Russo brothers explanation, uh, one is you'll notice at the beginning of Civil War that Black Widow is training her to be a spy. And two is that she's been on the run and one of the most distinguishing characteristics she has is her accent. True, true, true. I just don't think she could hold up the accent back. Yeah, I know
2: it might be wrapped around the fact that like she's she's just not great at doing it. So they just want to get rid of it. But those storylines, because I did the same thing with Natasha. I was like, look, we're about to go and watch Black Widow with her family, it seems in Russia. And I don't know what age she was when she left. But I again, she's a spy and this and that. So you can just say, oh, well, she's just made herself have Good an American answers, accent. Yeah. Right. But it's but it's again, where it's kind of like, you know, in, in, it's a
0: character choice. You, yeah. you, would,
2: you would think that like, you know, Natasha would have some Russian accent going on. No,
0: but you know. Yeah, I, I also was like, and also I don't think that it, apparently it was a distinct, distinctly made-up Sokovian accent because they didn't want it to sound
1: Russian. And I was like, it's just... Oh, it was oh, right, right. Yeah. Like no, it was no, a bad Russian accent. It was that she couldn't handle a Russian accent, so it yeah. became very strange. Yeah, because Aaron,
2: Aaron seemed to do it pretty well from what I could tell. Mm, not Maybe great. not Is he. Not not? Okay. Maybe then better than I her, don't.
1: but
0: but also probably has less. Also not lines, Honestly, I think like True. his, yeah, his yeah. stuff was more you know physical comedy action type stuff hers was True. Yeah. yeah gonna stick with it it's not like i'm not gonna watch it i i was no, interested yeah. i think it's okay for me to say that the sitcom style changes in episode three so i do like that we are sort of going through the evolution of television as we go through this yeah. so that's kind of a cool thing to see but yeah. oh yeah because
1: we I, we were guessing yeah um, like seeing seeing that maybe we went from 50s <laughs> to 60s but we weren't really sure yeah. And then by the time color
2: came in, and then color okay. came
1: in, I was like, ooh, that must be the 70s. <laughs> right. I think I'm allowed to say that it uh, we're gonna go with that.
2: But it seemed, it seemed like the fact that we got as far as we did as in the progression of how fast that was changing. I felt like the sitcom thing can't be lasting that much longer, you know, because yeah. as a whole, just because. We're progressing through these at some point we're gonna get to more of a modern feel anyway. Maybe it's still Sikami, but a modern feel.
0: Yeah.
2: I would imagine pretty quickly. But you know, I don't know. It could be three more episodes. Oh my
0: God. I want like the reality TV episode. (laughs) But like like, Like, reality, real or like or like Survivor, you know, like the Jeff Probst of her mind shows up and it's just like or like Uh, Big Brother or something along those lines. Or or like The Bachelor. Oh my God, I would love this.
2: Give me some teen mom even, you know, like. Yeah, you know, any baby, anything like Like
0: so, super sweet 16, like 16 and pregnant, just anything with 16 yeah. in it. No, 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 yeah. I, I, I don't know what I was expecting. It, this was not what I was expecting. It's not bad. It just didn't grab me the same way like Mandalorian did. Yeah. But that's a tough yeah. thing to live up to.
2: No, totally. And it, and like I said, it, it, we might get to the end of this and be like, well, that was my favorite thing ever. And on a rewatch it might be really awesome. I still feel like it's still a slow burn no matter what. Mm-hmm. But I think my excitement alone paired with like, I did, I did genuinely think it was funny. Uh, I has, I'm enjoying it enough to where I'm like, I'm super excited to see where it's going. And I hope that it goes to a place that's awesome. And if it goes to a place that's not awesome, I'm going to be really sad. You
1: know, (laughs) yeah. It is one of those ones where, unfortunately, when you do a slow burn like this, you really have to pull off the ending. Yep. You really got it. You really got it because we waited very
0: patiently for it. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. So speaking of things we waited
1: patiently for, this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. How did yeah. you two feel
0: about it?
2: It was my favorite episode of all three so far.
1: I mean, I like these queens a lot, so I had a good time watching it. And I, um, I said,
2: remember, I said, I was like, I was upset that the ones that kept being pork chop were like you, uh, mostly the ones that I wanted to stay. And I watching this kind of confirmed. I was like, okay, I like this group better. I do, but I don't know. I, like, it seems next week we're we're having a meeting where they're all coming together. We're finally, finally,
1: all
0: come season. together, which is. Yeah, I I thoroughly enjoyed this episode. Like, I had a great time watching this episode. I I was like, oh, man, did they separate these two groups out and gave us more time with the first group of people who are less entertaining in order to sort of even the playing field and have us, like, like them a little bit more because we spent more time with them and we get to know them? Because if they had put all these two groups together, like, this group would have blown them out of the water.
2: I mean, yeah, I agree.
0: I I mean, I think they stretched some of the things a little and I was like, okay, okay, we get it. We're all we're all making friends. We're getting yeah. along so well, blah, 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 blah. I was like, okay, you're, it's, it's a competition at the end of the day. Yeah. You know, yeah. you can keep saying no. that, but the, the cattiness is there. And then I think Tamisha yeah. is the MVP of commentary. Yeah,
2: I agree with that. And, and I agree with what you're saying. I mean, it might've been a game time decision in post-production. It really might've been, it, you know, like the structure was what it was, but maybe that second episode initially was going to be us watching both groups
1: mm-hmm. in a different way, or <laughs>
2: something... And yeah, maybe, but then they decide, you know, we need to actually make these viewers like this group better because they're vanilla. I mean, they're fine, but they're fine. this they're episode totally was the first one that felt like RuPaul's dagger race to me. But,
1: like but I was this kidding. one was funny and interesting, and I loved all the fashion, and I just, I loved everything. I, thoroughly, I thought I did have to say, woo, some of these loser circle, and I put that in quotes
0: because it's the name they gave yeah, themselves. Okay. So I was like, this is, this is such a, like, constructed... Separation between the groups, like they're not actually that, but their, their hair out of drag is, oh, it is <laughs> rough
1: sometimes. I was like, oh, I don't like this. So. What else did I get, Brett? Who was yeah. the girl that didn't wear any wigs?
2: Tim, that Ooh. was my girl. That's my Joey. Joey love. I, I, I love
1: like Episode one, loved her looks. That was
2: that was, that was my favorite too. in episode one. I was like, she's. I thought. But was, you know what like, I'm gonna that, hate? So funny.
1: Yeah. I'm going to hate this storyline, though. I hate I hate the no-wig storyline that Michelle is just going to grouse right. about it the whole time.
2: Yeah. She did wear a wig in the first episode, so at least it's like, I'm sure she, hopefully she's just smart enough.
1: Hopefully just, she like, just puts one on, yeah. because if I have to hear Michelle complain about it for, like, a couple more episodes, the whole time. I'm going to kill myself, because yeah. you know what I hate is that argument that they always have, like, be yourself, be, be, but, be who you are, but also I need you to be glamorous and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and that is the thing that Michelle does that I hate the very most is that yeah. she pretends like she wants them to do their own drag and live their truth. But yeah, she wants them to conform. But she wants them to be mm-hmm. what she very, needs them to be. Yeah, exactly. This very sort of yeah. narrow view of drag that she yeah. has, you know.
2: But I totally agree about Tamisha. I mean, she—I didn't really think one way or another about Tamisha in the first episode we saw her, but then this one took I mean I'm top three for sure I, yeah. I think she's hysterical so talented and also the fact that I'm sorry the fact that she's 50 I can't I can't even do it I can't even
1: imagine it's that just, she's 50 that was, was wild
2: it was just yeah beyond and what, what they have done without
1: her like I don't even know do you remember them like I but see I like this kind of fighting when they're on the stage pretending to be the best choreographer that ever existed like all of them yeah. talking mm-hmm. at the same time and then Tamisha's like, uh, so let's just figure out where we're Let's standing. just do this and this. And like, yeah. oh, that sounds uh... good. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, and Kamora got so much more humanized. The first episode, just I didn't get the vibe of Kimora at all, but I liked Kimura as a person in this. So I was excited I about do. that.
0: Is Kimora the Asian one?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, well, to go back to Tamisha, Tamisha is the one I was rooting for from the beginning because not only is she the oldest one, she's the one who had colon cancer, and I was like, right. "How dare you eliminate yeah.
1: the person who had who was supposed yeah, to be on season twelve and couldn't yeah. do it because they had to have chemo?" Yes. I assume, you know? was like, "I do remember that." I was like, "It was like, well, that's cold."
2: Yeah, so I forgot because for some reason I thought the one that got that had colon cancer didn't get pork chopped because I was thinking, "Well, of course they didn't because," but maybe I, I didn't realize she did. <laughs> it's cold
0: yeah that's i that was like how how dare they but thankfully she yeah. has shown that yeah although I, I think at the end the criticism was fair and that like you you do have to go all out yes you might oh, be yeah. physically not as you know limber as these sure. younger queens but like you no. you do have to treat it's every still, there, there every, are still requirements
2: uh, yeah and you have to
0: competition like it's your yeah
1: but i love it i love a, i loved her yeah, i and, just loved her commentary no, me too. And how she interacted with everyone mm-hmm and...
2: Yeah, and Denali was, Denali was great.
1: That's the kind of drama I like. In- mm-hmm. this yeah. This kind, where they're like kind of fighting about choreography, but they're mostly sisters and like, you know, yeah. you get to hear all their tragic backstories and, you know, like. But it's where Nora, they actually have like. Where you're like, fucking dump him. What are you doing? Oh, I know. Girl. <laughs> I know. I was,
0: Find I was, a new person. I, that made me very sad.
2: Maybe she will. Maybe she does. Maybe this is her. But maybe you know. we
0: don't know, but I hope so. I don't know if it was just the day or the time or whatever that I was watching it, but I watched most of Untucked this time. In part because I think I, I was looking for something else to watch, but I just like let it play.
2: I let it play and watched Untucked also because I was enjoying the episode. So I, I guess I will watch it if it's longer. I just enjoyed the episode, so I was like, okay. Yeah. And this yeah. episode didn't feel overlong to me. I was invested enough in it. I, it was this felt like r- Drag Race to me, so I was happy we got there.
0: Yeah. So now now I'm a little bit worried about what happens when you put these two groups together because I feel like a lot of the focus is going to be on the division between the two and I'm like I don't care about the quote yeah. winner circle anymore like you have except for gotnik who by the way I thought their name to start was got milk
2: oh <laughs>
0: and it's because I was like that's funny oh. that's yeah that's pretty funny so it's it's in my mind it's always got milk
2: oh, but aside
0: from gotnik I don't care about any of that first group anymore I'm just like get yeah. rid of them
2: I like Simone still but, but yeah for the most part I kind of I agree with that, Simone. Yeah, I, like I just Simone. think it's hysterical. Well, I like
1: so Simone funny. stills too. I think, but but yes, I agree. Got Mick and Simone can stay. The rest sure, of yeah, can they go can go home and never be heard from ever again.
2: Unfortunate though that this is what they did to us because now we're gonna be watching a show and just we want we have very specific group. We need to go, and we're gonna be sad if any of ours go because we just like them well, all I'm, because at the moment it's like they're better. I guess than what them, I'm so. stressed
1: about at this point is that they're gonna change the format. And like, it's going to be one of those things where like losers and winners
2: team up or something.
1: They keep them teams and then they have to compete in like musicals or whatever. And then whatever team wins never doesn't have anyone go home from it. You know what I mean? Like one of those stupid things. Like I hope, I hope they don't do that. I don't know that they will. Yeah. I think given that what ended up
0: happening, I think I like guessed this last week that this did mirror the format of last week where we had a runway show and then we had the choreographed like group project thing. I think that maybe is the end of where that. And, and the next week is sort of the merge, right? It's yeah. it's back to every person for themselves and the, the regular format that we're used to, which I, I just don't understand why we
1: split them up this way then. Yeah. That's why, I mean, that's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping we don't have any more. Stupid and honestly,
2: things. that's the thing is even if you wanted to look at what we might get out of the split. Yeah. Okay. Some trash talk here and there. Okay, cool. The only real source of actual contention and drama surrounding it is the fact that Elliot got voted off of the other, and then it's still here. Mm-hmm. But is is any drama that could come from that worth that? Worth everything? I just don't think. Act- so okay, that, like, it's you know. I do
0: have one idea as to why this was done. I wonder if it's like a COVID thing in terms of the number of people in a room. It's just easier to deal with them in groups of six or whatever it is. You know, like the workroom is less crowded. It's. I I know. I assume that they've all tested, and you know, done, they're in a bubble and all those things, and that the. The production was going under the COVID guidelines and stuff like that. But I wonder if that was part of the reason where they were like, well, we'll put them six feet apart. And I mean, obviously they're close to each other, but we won't have 12 then, of them in the room at once. Yeah. But and then, then can- like,
2: no one is go- going home. So they're all going to get together and be in their room still. So it's like, you know, because no one went home. Never mind. <laughs> like that, yeah. but I, 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 thought that I was thinking that when you were saying, I was like, yeah, maybe, and then I'm like, well, but then never mind You know what would it get us? Because it's like there's. Still... I take it all back.
1: Yes. Yeah, because I was thinking. I do, oh, but see, like that's why I'm games. stressed that they're gonna keep yeah. going with this ridiculous format. Like they you just know? feel like they
2: need to make it different. You
1: know? I hope that they don't. But like, what else? Why did they put us through this?
2: I don't and what's know. interesting is, you know, we touched on season six, how they had done the split premiere thing, right? I was fine with it there, but clearly. It must not have yielded the results that they really wanted it to. Otherwise, they would have continued doing it.
1: Right, because they—that was the only one that ever did
2: it. Yeah, we got to Mm -hmm. normal after that. For how many seasons? We're on thirteen now, right? So it's just like, why again? Why now? Like you saw that it didn't do what you needed it to do. Because if it did, they would. There's no way they would have stopped doing that. They would have. Right. Right. it's it's very interesting but yeah I don't know maybe there there, you know there could be COVID reasons behind it for certain things honestly like there there could be but it's just still feels it needed more it needed to be done better I would say as far as you're gonna do it like I I don't really love how they did it like it should be done in a better way but you know I'm glad we seem to be there
0: I know I was I was so happy this episode I was like oh we're
1: back I'm so I'm so relieved yeah I could
2: finally start looking forward to it
1: yeah yeah it was definitely nice to have a a good episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah, one good one. Just, just one. the one. Yeah, just, just one. one. I think, I'm, I'm hoping. And also, I think Nicole Byers, I think she was a fantastic judge, and they should have her on all the time. She all the time. She made me laugh out loud several times, yeah. so I think... She was great. I mean, they're never going to replace Michelle, but that would be my vote. Yeah, she was absolutely delightful. The, I feel bad because, like, the last week,
0: I know he's been on before as a guest judge, but I was like, oh, you're not... You're not adding anything to this you're too nice right now yeah, <laughs> like,
2: yeah. oh jamal sims i think it was his... jamal sims, yeah, yeah. Yeah. he's just so nice i will say and this might be controversial because i agree with things that i don't like that she does and says but i actually quite like michelle massage as a judge <laughs>
1: oh i actually really like I, her i just think i that, like, like don't want
2: her to go anywhere
1: yeah i like her as a person a lot i just wouldn't if if you only had to have three she doesn't really make me laugh that often
2: oh okay know. see i think i laugh i laugh at her a decent amount like unfortunately, I, I like them all just perfectly fine, but I, I probably would, would go,
0: I'd have to say Ross, I guess. Oh, if, see, I I, I, out. if I had to pick, I'd I like I, I keep but, Ross over Michelle
1: only. Yeah, because I, I, I think, well, see, see, this is what I'm thinking, but we don't know that they only need three. They could always. Well, because they four. had four for a while. They usually while. have no, like they, Ross and
0: they had Carson. Carson. Yeah. Right? But I don't they know. They were together for a while. Has
1: Carson been around? God no, we, we, we literally had think, this discussion yeah. last time. He was oh. in the premiere.
2: <laughs> Remember, you didn't think Ross was in the premiere. Yeah. Well, no, Carson. I didn't think Carson. And then. And
0: then no, yeah, I'm saying Jackie a, didn't. And yeah. then it was
2: like, oh, wait, no, they yeah. ended up both being there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And again, I think that they should just have four always.
0: Well, I think the you idea know, is usually I like to have a rotating judges, judge. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which I do like bring, bringing in someone. Mm-hmm. I do too, but I really
1: liked her. I thought she was so funny. Oh, oh yes. no.
2: I thought she was great too. I'd love to see her more of her. I just mean like I, I am one of the ones that like would like to keep Michelle Michelle I life. do
1: genuinely like her. I just would – she would
2: be my – The one that you would, yeah.
1: Well, if I could kick out Rue, I'd probably kick out Rue, even though I like – Oh, really? Blasphemy. Kid. I know.
2: I find I Rue makes me laugh more than most of
1: them. Actually, like the, Rue the Rue commentary does make me laugh. Like, Rue's And it's <laughs> well, and it's Rue's
2: Rue's okay. back and forth with Michelle is what like it just makes me laugh so much. And then like I feel like yes, Ross does too they, they all they, do, but yeah. But
0: anyway. when Rue laughs at things, yeah, I'm just like they weren't <laughs> yeah. that funny. Like Michelle will say something and he just cracks up and I'm like, it was it wasn't did but we come like, together to get think Michelle Fassage is
1: the funniest person on earth. I'm so happy for them that they have each other.
2: I know, and I'm happy for me that I have them, because honestly, <laughs> when Rue does that and laughs at them, something Michelle said that was just, like, mediocre, <laughs> me, I laugh. I start That's laughing because I, I look at Rue's face, and Rue's laugh, I think, is funny when it's, like, I, I just laugh at the whole thing, and I'm, like, I live, my favorite parts of the show always are the commentary when the runway's happening. That's my favorite part of the whole show. Yeah, oh, I love that,
0: too. And I see, think
2: that, like, they give pretty good commentary.
0: They do, but it just feels, like, the way they perform the commentary sometimes gets yeah. under my skin because it's, like, I can see that. it's it's very written, right? And I'm just, like, yeah. oh, they're acting like it's off the cuff, whatever. I'm just, like, no, just deliver the line and, like... Well, you can tell when it is actually off the cuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, those are great, but when they when they try and act as if these clearly scripted out things, I'm just, like, it's not that funny. And it almost makes me resent Michelle a little bit sometimes where I'm, like... yeah really not that fun i don't know why we're laughing so hard at this
2: i had like a shameful like really big laugh laugh at um it was ross and michelle but it was ross was naming popular pop stars stuff like that whatever at some point to one of the the girls and then michelle was just like i heard you did i see you didn't mention michelle visage
1: and he goes (laughs) he goes
2: he goes, wait, come in, who? Then he yeah. was like right I pretending know, to write down. Like spell the yeah. stuff. So
1: you know He's like, Siri. <laughs> yeah.
2: I was I, I like laugh. I paused. I actually paused because I was laughing loud. Right. Dude, I, I, la- it.
1: I laughed really hard. That was so those funny. are
0: great moments. Like the unscripted <laughs> yeah. ones, great. Yeah. <laughs> and like there was there was one moment during the runway.
1: <laughs> I liked
0: what the, when they were waiting for mm-hmm. Kimora,
1: I was like, what's mm-hmm. happening right now?
0: Yeah. I've never seen that before either. By her,
1: by her oh. I laughed really hard when she was like, oh, you're, you said you were a whore. Me too. You're an ally. Yeah. You're an ally. ally. An ally friend. I
0: just, <laughs> it's like, I love you. No, she was a great addition. And I, I hope we get more guest judges along those lines this season. But I'm glad, I'm glad it's back. We'll see who, uh, yeah. what happens next week. Off the top of my,
2: oh yeah, it was If You Seek Amy. I was like, again, the, the music I think it's better this season I do
1: the music is better this season 100 we got a full if they spent Kami some more money on where, it mm-hmm. yeah they, I just yeah felt they definitely
2: I was like okay and am I I thought this and I meant to bring it up and this might add to the length a little bit a tad bit but or a tidbit, a, tidbit a tad it's a tad about. it's a tad bit it's, a tad bit. it's fine <laughs> a tad bit. but are they doing? Did they not? Did they do full songs before in the past? Because I feel like they're doing the full song now every time. No, I they, felt didn't. Like it was they a did like song. two
1: minute versions of it. Yeah, yeah. Really like kind that.
2: of like American Idol, right? Like, where they don't do the whole oh. thing. But I feel like we're doing the whole thing this now. I think and so. I'm, well,
0: I think we're stretching to fit ninety minutes for these first. Yeah. Two. And then I will, that was my one comment about this episode. It was not a very entertaining lip sync.
2: Uh, we touched on it last week. It's like $5,000 is great. And the win is great to brag about. But it's just different when it, you're your It's own. different
1: when they're yeah. fighting for or their it's place. When you're
2: in the line, like mm-hmm. you can go home. That's just different.
1: Those are,
2: yeah. I... We, you know, we've seen it in all stars. It's, it's like when they were doing the whole thing and lip sync for the win. It, it's, some of them are good, but it's just, it's not the same. And it's
0: like, it's not the cool. same.
1: They don't have the same intensity. Right. There's
0: a, there, there's not that sort of like panic, I,
1: which I do think adds to. No, because does, you know, you half the half your, time you they start crying safe. as soon as they're done, you know, they're, they're done with the yeah. song and they start crying and they don't know what's yeah. going to happen yet.
2: Because you know, you're safe. And honestly, the worst case scenario is that you were top two. So right, it's yeah. like, there's not, you know, yeah, you want to win, but we were counting wins and it counted toward your ability to like. Mm in the finale or something like you had to have gotten like like the only that way it really to have gotten a win
1: almost or, you know. works in all stars is that they they are not necessarily safe because they could get voted off or whatever yeah. so like that's yeah but in this one they don't have that they certainly refer
0: to it often you know they're they're like who doesn't have any wins who doesn't have but but i, I you are both absolutely right in that it just doesn't bring the same sort of intensity. The s- condragulations has been stuck in my head since I watched the episode. Oh, that's, yeah. It, it is an earworm. Like it is just I'm stuck in yeah. there and I cannot get it out of my head. Yeah. Normally the RuPaul songs, I'm like, okay, whatever. They're like all the exact same thing. But for some yeah. reason, this one is just trapped in my brain. It's, and I it's <laughs> like I'm like, please make it stop. <laughs>
2: You just wanted to leave and
0: it won't. I just needed to go away. <laughs> and, yeah. Well, cool. Uh, moving on to other sparkly shows because there are lots of sparkles on both of these shows. Bling Empire.
1: Bling, Bling. Empire.
0: I'm obsessed. I love the show so much. Was not expecting it. What did you all think?
2: So it's interesting because I realized just before watching it that I actually know a lot of people who worked on it. I used to work with a lot of people who work on it.
1: I was and, looking at the credits and I was like, oh, these are all names I recognize.
2: Yeah, and I was uh, very pleased to report that I I loved it, and because I was because I was worried, I was like, "Ooh, if I I don't love this." Like a couple of like one of them in particular is a is a colleague, one of my absolute favorite colleagues ever, and I didn't even know she had worked on it. And I keep, I guess, I looked. This was filmed in twenty nineteen, so I might have heard people were working on a show of this nature or like this, and it's it's left my brain. I mean, we're Mm. (laughs) so so I was like, "Oh, "Oh, oh, okay." And I've worked with the executive producer many times. He hired me at my last job. Like, oh. you know, so So it, anyway, it was a pleasant surprise. I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was wonderful. Did you both
0: finish all of it? Yes, I did. Okay. I
1: didn't actually.
0: Oh, oh did you watch six, seven and eight or should I? Well, no, yeah,
2: I, I was going to ask. So, I mean, we, I guess we could say, right. Jackie, you'll tell us, right. There was Something yeah, so, that bothers you. And I was wondering where it was because I got through episode six and I was, I still Well, I don't
1: remember exactly what episode number it was. Oh, okay. So maybe I could look. Yeah. Okay. So I really liked it. Um, we were texting about it and I was like, oh, it's really enjoyable until you get to episode six. Uh, don't quote me on, it's episode six. I don't really remember. But, I think, uh, well, um, I think as, you are as,
0: correct. And that is okay.
1: episode six. Yeah. Okay. Cause I'm, okay.
2: I'm curious to know what it was. Cause I was like, I got uh, through six and I, I think, Oh yeah. It. I think I know
0: what it is, but yeah, uh, I think I think let's hear it. Let's see, hear it. Yeah.
1: I think. I mean, I think it's a ridiculous breach of her privacy to go contact her father without her and without her knowledge. Like, I would know uh, okay. something like
2: that. Yeah, that, that happened I think like that halfway. Is... That was like episode seven, like halfway through.
0: No, no, it's, it's earlier than that. So just for context for anybody listening who hasn't seen it yet, and this isn't really a spoiler, one of the women on the show does not know her biological or hasn't been in touch with her biological father in... Possibly her whole life? I'm not sure. Very, very long time. And there is a lead on where he might be. And so two of her friends don't tell her and decide that they should go seek him out and track him down. And that's all we'll say about that plot point in terms of how it resolves. But I get where you're coming from, Jackie. And then having seen the episode, I was like, oh, I think that These people are all really friends and the way it does end up resolving is, it's positive. If this had been a show with like a a housewives, right? Where 99% of the time they don't know each other and that the way they introduce each other is like, oh yes, this is a friend that I have been in circles with for years and never, you know, you know that they don't know each other at all, right? Like they don't text, they don't get together. (laughs) I get Mm -hmm. the sense that the people who were involved in this actually have been in each other's lives, at least for a long enough time that-
1: I would argue- I would argue that Korean guy who I was
2: gonna say Kevin, I don't I Kevin, say, I don't I don't, he, think, I don't think he I, knew I that think one. he's a
1: plant. I think he's the, when, other, was guy. Hired. the other guy. I, I think the other guy's definitely been her friend for a long time. But I think Kevin Kevin's is, here for
2: eye candy, yeah.
1: yeah. I think Kevin got hired for the show. So would be my guess.
0: Most interesting thing about Kevin to me is I was like, I feel like I've seen that guy before. And then I looked it up and I was like, oh, I have written about that dude because oh. he was uh, he was doing crowdfunding at the time. And I don't know if the documentary ever got made, but he wanted to do a do- or he and a, a filmmaker were going to do a documentary on the destigmatizing of Asian male sexuality. You know, can Asian men be sexy? He's there to prove that yes, they can. Which I agree, you know, he's a very attractive human being. Oh. And I think for him also it's complicated by he's Korean, but he was adopted by a white American family and I'm sure that figured into it. Yeah. So- he clearly has been circling film and TV and wanting to get involved in that in addition to modeling for a while. Because sure. I wrote about this like two or three years ago. So I was like, oh, I do know that face. And he is, you know, he also is just,
1: he seems so dumb. He's just a dumb. Like a very he's pretty. A dummy.
0: He's a very pretty. Very he might pretty actually man. be smarter
1: than we all give him credit for,
0: and he's just I hope playing dumb so. really
1: well. Well, I think he was playing dumb mostly because he didn't know the people very well. Maybe Possibly. he wouldn't be offending them.
2: Yeah. It gave me Vanderpump Rules type of that. Not like it didn't be that much vibe, but like, I believe those people know each other, which is why that show worked mm-hmm. so well. Like, it yeah. did. I believe that they didn't know Sheena, but they wrote it into the show. Well, you know, it was in the show that way where Sheena was new. Yeah. So they, she was kind of ousted at, you know, oh, the new girl. But I think that it benefits from that, which a lot of shows just
0: don't. Right, he's he's our every man. Sheena was our every sure. woman, you know. Exactly. They're, they're supposed to be a right. like, non-billionaire, you know, entry mm-hmm. point. I was like, Because yeah.
1: eh. well, it was just uncomfortable for me, like, because if he knew them, he wouldn't just be like, "Oh my god, you spent a thousand dollars on sneakers." My mom would kill me. Yeah, yeah. I think I think they you know what I mean. Like that was just like a bit before. And totally. Then, yeah. And so it, it's yeah. just, so so. Anyway, you know, I think he's the one that they hired to be on the show, which is fine. I'm not against it. I had a really good time watching it. So you know. Yeah, I'm obsessed with God. What is his name?
2: My favorite is obviously Anna.
0: Oh, well, Anna Shay is on a an entirely Anna is different level than everyone I mean,
2: else. I was, I was watching the first episode and waiting. I was like, God, who am I going to like? And then I saw her and I was like, oh, it's her. Mm. And then she spoke and I was like, oh, it's her. And mm. then she said, when she was talking about the guy, the relationship and the guy who, you know, sucks or whatever. Yeah. And she oh, the like, Power Ranger?
0: The four yeah, Power, power Rangers? Ranger.
2: And she's like, ain't no dick that good. And I was, like, <laughs> I was like, she's my favorite. And I knew it when I saw her. But they always, they always deliver.
0: Kane was the most surprising one to me because I was like, Kane could have been a bitchy gay stereotype. I don't even know I so, assume he's
2: gay. I think he's gay. Yeah, we don't know, but so annoying, but he's not,
0: he's funny. Like right, he's, but he he's, all, he's so sweet and so thoughtful. And like, yes, has stupid money clearly, but like the way- but He also that he, has a very small apartment. I'm gonna bet that's one of his apartments.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, I'm sure he has more property. But he's I'm living
2: in show. one that's not. Yeah, it's not huge. Yeah. You know,
0: not but, huge. You know. but yeah, the the way that he interacts with the was who's the woman who was pregnant and lost her mother. Oh yeah, um, yeah, she was
2: so sweet. Um Hi, I can't remember her name. I thought it was the H. I, I'm gonna. I don't remember so her name either, but I like up. her.
1: With the guy who won't marry her. Yes. Oh, Cherry. The way yes, that he yes, 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 yes. The, that like
0: he comes over and deals with Cherry. I was like, oh
2: yeah, with the mom, This is like a still.
0: you can't he's not a good enough actor to totally fake that and I assume he's not a good enough actor or he's the best actor that has ever lived in which case like you know hire him for everything so those moments I was like oh that's this person is flipping a stereotype on its head like the rich stereotype the you know not necessarily straight stereotype you know all of those things yeah
2: well because there were people that didn't flip that stereotype and I was like I kind of wish you would <laughs> like a couple of people that were kind of more nodding at a ton I forget the one girl's name I didn't like Kim Lee very much at first I think by the end of yeah, it I Kim liked Lee's her fine. fine yeah I didn't like when she so threw the, the drink the one you threw the drink on Kevin the one whose dad they were going to go try to find
0: oh right the, the DJ yeah
2: yeah I didn't like when she threw the drink on Kevin because I don't know if it's a trigger for me or whatever, but like I would have picked up every drink on the table and thrown it right back on her. Like I I just find that so it's just so like childish and rude, yeah. and it's like you're just gonna throw a drink well, on me. Especially because like, she so... was just
1: mad because she misbehaved. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, and she was mad because someone was. She was, was, she was, was totally yeah. in the wrong, and yeah. she was completely in the wrong. Like there's nothing like that was awful. It was it was production, I think. but yeah, uh, we don't but know how I produced it was. Think...
2: We don't know, but she still is. Yeah, was in the wrong for what happened and i don't love her friend guy tang i think his name was
0: yeah well guy tang's husband no but guy tang is the one who went and found the penis pump <laughs> yeah
2: guy tang was the friend yeah guy was the show yeah guy tang is the friend that was with kim lee and they I were look
1: like him but then and except, they, they i thought like, i read that it was
0: his husband know. and so i got confused
2: oh yeah i don't like, know his
0: husband he, shows up at some point but okay.
1: Yeah, maybe I just- But
2: he, he was with her for a, more than one scene where it kind of just was making me feel a little like, okay, we're, just, we're almost trying to paint this kind of, not that everything has to be we're, we're, we're rooted back to Kardashians, but this like Kim Kardashian, Jonathan Chebin vibe mm-hmm. that they create in that show. And full disclosure, the producer of the show created the Kardashians. So I was, it, I was kind of feeling the vibe. And I don't know if I was just looking into that a little too much, but I was like, okay, he's annoying me and I just don't really care for her right now she kind of comes around and he kind of goes away
0: more. So I was like... Right. Hey. <laughs> I think I, I truly think they were figuring out who was fitting into what exactly. role. And that's... You well, and I too. think
1: if if that wasn't produced, that was just him being a jerk anyway. So and it didn't pay off, you know? Yeah. What I was, still want to know whose house, house, house was that? Yeah. That was yeah. Anna Shay's Anna. house. Anna. That was my girl, I, Anna. Yeah. Yeah. You don't disrespect her. No, I love Anna. I was going to say, I just love her petty battle with what's-her-face. Oh, Christine. Christine.
0: But the, the funny thing is, it's like Anna's not... I mean, she was a little petty Okay, about it, when she made her sit, like, at the opposite side of the table, not she was originally just, but... bothered by it. Like, Christine was trying to, like, punch above her weight, like, so far above her weight class. Yes. You know? That's what I, that's the thing.
2: I was just annoyed with the storyline because Christine was just so annoying me. And then they get to the point where I start to feel for her a lot. Mm-hmm. And, and then she goes, Christine. Go- Christine mm-hmm. And then she goes back and just starts annoying me again with all this crap with just the, the classes stuff and everything and just trying to act like she- she's so and so I read that it is petty but Anna was just punishing her and I was like she needs to be
1: punished Well, well she deserved it like I'm not saying that there was not any I'm just saying I loved the petty battle because it was you know well what annoyed me about that battle is like Christine what Christine of all
0: the people like Kevin Kreider aside I think he wants to be on the show well actually and I want to talk about Andrew the Power Ranger dude in a minute but oh well yeah I think Christine was probably cast very early and she was like I am going to be an antagonist. I'm going to pick us characters there. I'm going to be, like, coming for the crown. Nobody's gonna, literally, crowns. You know, nobody's gonna mess with me. And she's just her obsession with, I know they were trying to do the Crazy Rich Asians, like, opulence thing, but the, like, the, the jewelry thing, I was like, we can't tell. We don't care. We don't no care. This I whole storyline about, like,
1: she wore, she was so disrespectful. She wore the necklace and all stuff, and we're like, it's I, don't like I don't know
0: what happened. And, and Anna just, like, clearly couldn't care. You No, know? she couldn't
2: care. I think you're right. I think that Christine got cast early on and thought, okay, I'm going to be the Lisa Vanderpump here. That's what mm-hmm. I'm going to be, as far as that role goes. And then Anna came along and was like, oh, no, you're not. And yeah. Anna wasn't like, no, you're not. But Anna just exists and doesn't care and is just who she is. Yeah, and Anna And she felt just... threatened by it the whole time. Totally. And you could tell. And, and she you, was desperate for a storyline, right? Yeah, she's her own demise. You can just totally. see it.
1: Because Anna didn't have to manufacture any of her storylines. No. You know, and she also wouldn't have worked that hard for one, you know. Well, maybe
2: they like, maybe like taking her to Paris for her
0: birthday or whatever. Well, but
1: yeah. but, but that, you yeah. don't have to manufacture that. That's clearly something no. she was capable of doing. Oh, you know?
2: totally. But I yeah. know, I just mean like doing it for the I show. I do like, like by that. By the way, caught, this is how rich I am. We
1: caught you know? Andrew yeah. being a total psycho on that trip, though, which yes. I think was not. I don't honest. think that was scripted. That wasn't scripted. I yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, I don't think that it Andrew would go along with it if it was. Like, that's the right. thing is, like, he was so unwilling to be, like, vulnerable in, in ways like when, like, even at that, I, I get it, I wouldn't want someone sitting there talking about my sex life right in front of my face either, but sitting at that lunch with the guys, whatever, which felt very forced to me, no. but, like, he was, but he was just so not willing to, to play into, like, talking about anything, and so yeah. he's not made for reality TV, so I think that blow-up was too, totally real, because I don't think that he, as a person, as we've seen would agree to go along with that storyline
0: right well, especially because he wants to be a serious actor and music producer right. when that moment came out I was like oh lord in heaven okay first
2: of all he's a <sighs> manager and he was standing in there pretending he was producing stuff
0: right. Yeah. and then was. she's
2: like oh it sounds good sounds good and I'm like he's a manager though I'm no shame to managers but they're not creating the music
0: no, no but they don't have oh. no part of that crazy to me that he was a red ranger on power rangers I'm like what
2: well it's a shame because she said yeah because it seemed his helmet wasn't off more because he's so <laughs> I know I was <laughs> like oh
0: that first scene when they introduce them and they're like in towels, I was like, "Oh no, what's?" Happening?
2: I needed, I needed it to end. I needed to move.
0: But he's on. a jackass. Like he's such an asshole. And I was like, independent of whether or not she gets together with, you know, they were clearly trying to set up some sort of like inter-show romances. I was like, he needs to go. He is like oh. a psychopath. He is well, a bad and, yeah. influence. And he's, like, and you he's clearly yeah. need to
1: drop this toxic yeah. asshole. Like, yeah.
2: yeah, He's genuinely. got, he's got those tendencies going on, and he clearly is a fame chaser here like he's just he's just looking for which again if you're going to be on a reality show you're, you you want to be famous we get it but it just was kind of like this thing when you get these people who clearly have been trying to have a career in something and then like well i guess i'll do this instead it's like you don't get genuine stuff from them you just get them trying to craft some image of what they want you to think they are and then he did so poorly at it that i'm like you're a terrible <laughs> i know like nobody wants this breaking no.
0: update because I was like, oh, I was looking at the IMDb to look up their names. And some of them have photos and some of them don't. And I was like, okay, well, Kevin has one. Obviously, he has a headshot. Andrew has one. Kelly Lee has one. And I was like, that's weird. Guy Tang has one. Why does he have one?
1: Oh, he's that hairstylist, though.
0: No, he's a music
1: artist with 2 million Instagram followers. No, it's not music. It's hair. He started as a hairstylist. Well. He crazy. He. He's been like ridiculously You're right, Guy Tang
0: hair. But he he has now also done music because all of his IMDb credits are for music videos because it's just actor. Guy Tang, tell me it's over. Guy Tang,
1: hashtag more Katie got her, this is so funny because Katie got her hair done by him way back in the day. Like honestly, 15 years ago, I don't know. Well, maybe not that long. Maybe before Matt moved to LA though. So 10 years ago, I don't know. You mean for
2: for the show? Like for her show that she was on?
1: No, no, no. Or you think she just knew him. She just knew of him and got her hair done way before he got like majorly popular. And then, and then she wouldn't. Then she wasn't really able to get an appointment after a little while because he was just so crazy and it was just like not worth the effort for her to do. She liked him fine because he was one of the first people who did balayage, you know, or the ombre, basically. You oh, know, okay. the blonde ombre thing that got ridiculously popular. He has got it 2 million YouTube subscribers as well. Yeah.
2: Oh, wow. Wow.
1: And so then, because I used to follow him way back in the day, too, on Instagram, because Katie, Katie's post, you know, he posted a picture of Katie's hair, you know, wow. at one point or something. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, and he did some fun colors. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll visit you and have mm-hmm. him do my, like, a fun color thing one time. And I never did it. And then he got really yeah. popular. And then it was, like, you know, too, too crazy late to do, but.
0: Wow, you should watch his music videos. I have one playing in the background right now and it is, it is something else.
1: <laughs> yeah, that you is one imagine. guy who was very, very happy to be.
0: I, well, I'm actually just super surprised by that because I was looking up, I guess I didn't look him up, but I looked up Kane on like Instagram and I was just like, oh, you have less followers than I would have thought. Because I do think he actually has a lot of money and doesn't need to build wealth uh, otherwise, other ways or uh, social capital because he doesn't need it, right? He gets into the things that he wants to do because of money, as opposed right. to the rest of them who have to parlay off of their reputations or whatever. So was not expecting
1: this side character to have such a following. Yeah. Huh. And, and that's what makes me think that he is just terrible at reality TV because they would have wanted yeah. someone with his following. Well, he was to, there to...
2: for that reason, you know, obviously to try yeah. to draw
1: to draw uh, attention sure. so he must so have just had them. terrible plots or not even you know or so fake that they just cut it all because they got all this really good drama from other people yeah Who? interesting kelly kelly
0: meo oh, is an yeah. exec producer on one episode
2: Well, i was gonna say i looked her up on IMDb and it was like she has a lot of producing credits i was like why didn't they talk about that but it's because they all started in like 2020 and and right, a lot of that. them, or, or right, <laughs> so, and and then there's so mostly executive
0: producer credits, which just means she throws money at it.
1: Right,
2: exactly. But you know, which a lot of times that which one was Kelly again?
1: She's the, the one dating, dating the Andrew. Power Ranger. Yeah. Okay.
2: And honestly, like a lot of times, I think depending on, and you know, when you have these stars who do genuinely have money like this, they can negotiate that in their contract to be like, I want producing credit. And all the, And right. really all it means is like, she gets to, she probably got a right of review that a lot of them didn't get.
0: But she only has it on one episode, which is interesting.
2: Oh, okay. And I will say, how long do you think, I'm sure I could ask somebody, but how how long do you think that- um, <laughs> I was like, you, why are you asking us? <laughs> <laughs> I was confused about like the, how long we think they- filmed because the thing is is like first episode we went in and we did Chinese New Year Uh which is in February as far as I know and Uh, I know they said it it was it's not always in February okay but I know they said it was Year of the Pig which I'm just going off of my Disney knowledge and I was like I always do the New Year at California Adventure when I can Uh, and Year of the Pig I know was 2019 (laughs) so I was like okay yes that's why I was like okay you must have started around then And then like the next episode or like a few episodes, uh, two episodes later, I think they were doing like a mid-autumn festival. And I was like, are you just editing this way out of order? Or like, is the mid-autumn festival not actually an autumn? But because even if they edit out of order, that's a long time to be filming, you know, one show, one season of TV, that's eight episodes. So I was confused by it. And I was like, I I need more information. (laughs) But it was clearly all before all before anything COVID, because there was no mention of that. And you know, we see for the new year she's blocking off Rodeo Drive and stuff, which you couldn't have done that this year. So
0: yeah, that was wild. That yeah. that to me, I was like, oh money. Yeah,
2: yeah money. <laughs> so, money. <much> money.
0: <laughs> so in 2019, the mid-autumn moon festival was on September 13th. So that would be That's eight, like, months, right eight months, eight months of summer. production.
2: Yeah. Which is decent, a decent amount of time for a first run show. And it's possible, it's completely possible they filmed a certain chunk of time. And then uh, they didn't have everything they quite wanted to get and maybe tried to get and they got a, a couple shoots that they were able to do. Yeah, you know, I, I can imagine like a pickups. Pick yeah, and they did it at that Mid-Autumn Festival and they put it in, in episode three, but, you know, who knows. But yeah, but it didn't feel, other than the fact that it, that made, that stood out to me as like, oh, this is out of order if it, that's if I'm right. Uh, it didn't feel like the progression of characters or anything was any different. It felt natural and fine.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I was I,
2: like, you know it's a non-issue it's just you know right I think as opposed to
0: well we're we're used to like Vanderpump or something right which takes place over like two months or something like that and then they're like we're done we're not filming anymore this one I could imagine because it's their first season they're like yeah sure we can come back and do whatever
2: it just depends because a lot of times I've run into like working with certain networks and Netflix of course different but where when you have a first run show it's actually that much tighter because they're like we're not going to shell out a ton more money we don't know if this will be good yet Mm -hmm. so they're like we don't want to put too much into this. We want you to prove that you can do. And then the next run show, like second second third seasons, they start to get a little more lenient with the amount of time they'll let you film and this and that. But Netflix is different, so who knows? Although I do <laughs> you know? I do
0: wonder if this was I feel like this was a show that was shopped around and then ended at Netflix.
2: Probably. I could see that, Because yeah.
0: I could have totally seen this on, like, a Bravo or a...
2: Well, especially with the timeline, because if they got money together to somehow film enough of an arable pilot and stuff like that, the fact that it filmed that long ago and we're just now getting it almost two years after it started filming is would, would suggest that, yeah. Maybe yeah. they shopped it around and then they were like, you know, maybe they got more budget to film more through from Netflix when they bought it and turned it yeah. into a bigger show. Who knows? But, yeah, that would make a lot of sense because that's a long turnaround time. So hopefully for a season two, it would be quicker than that because <laughs> I don't want to wait two years.
1: Yeah, yeah. either.
2: <laughs> Rather get it. You gotta get it now.
1: It was the one who had the kid but didn't want to have a second one? That's,
2: that's Christine.
1: That's Christine. Christine.
2: So that's what I was saying is like she came around for me there where I, I felt for her when talking about those situations, but then she just in the last episodes it just turned really petty again and got really about mm-hmm. stuff that was so stupid and I was just like I, I
1: liked I liked all of her outfits for confessionals though. She oh, yeah. like she, she yeah, really she's, she's got a great. She yeah, she's went, got her like, stuff together, really... but. Which
2: I really enjoyed. I was going to say, I wasn't as much of a fan of her, but did, I don't know if you saw Jackie. I don't know when it happened, but when she goes to Anna's and then they're doing yoga. And so she has to like change into And her, she's like so, late. Yeah, well, she's like late, but she got a later. Anna keeps giving her like later times to arrive. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's is, no, that, that was like a dinner. Not even that a dinner, dinner party. That was somebody's. No, it was her. It, that was Anna's friend's birthday. Yeah. Yeah,
2: and that 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 one that she gave her the late, but then like the one at the yoga, I don't know, maybe she didn't tell her it was yoga or something, and so she embarrassed her. I don't oh know. right, she, but-
0: the yoga is pettiness at Kim Lee for the penis pump thing,
2: oh, and then got the it.
0: late arrival is petting. Wow, Anna is a petty yeah. queen. Oh my yeah. god, I just she's <laughs> but, so subtle but, about it. Yeah, the, but it was the, Christine
2: the, who arrived. The late Arrival yeah.
0: is at Christine. Yes, where she told she tells Christine a later
1: start yeah. time to the party than everyone else. My favorite was Anna in confessional was literally like, well, I didn't want to have to deal with her
2: the whole Yeah. Know. Yeah, yeah. No, it's just, <laughs> I love it. It's honest. But I thought I was swore in, in yoga. I th- thought it was Christine who arrived and didn't have yoga clothes. She said, do you want to wear some of my clothes? And like Christine was there with them doing the yoga. And in her confessional, I swore it was her because I rewound it. And I was really excited about that. She said something I thought was really funny, but she was like, I don't sweat naturally. And then she <laughs> yes, was like, she was like, yes, I remember that. And I'm that. not about to let Anna see me sweat in her dirty haunted house. <laughs>
1: no, I remember that. I, remember, I totally I remember, remember that
2: because I was like because I, I remember
1: it. laughing so hard at like I don't sweat naturally, and I was like, what
2: the fuck? Like, maybe is I rem- that? It, Yeah, maybe I'm remembering <laughs> it wrong, and it was it was Kim, but because Kim but was you the one you know that was, they do that for women? Haunted,
1: for they actually like there's oh, yeah. there's this procedure where you can actually like remove it's like your botox in your sweat glands, isn't it? yeah
2: I which mean, is hello, like real house west of salt lake city yeah I
1: don't understand yeah. why you would do she that she had it I, done yeah I just yeah
2: it. and that's why she hates hospitals.
0: that's yeah. why she hates hot smells like hospital <laughs> a traumatic experience getting her
2: sweatpants plugged
0: <laughs> you want to talk about cray. <laughs> well i think my guess is looking at now like digging even further into the imdbs my guess is they all chipped in to get the show
1: made you know and that's uh, why and, they were able to that's... film over because they clearly do have money
0: yeah. Yeah, and, there are, cool. and the parties were
1: definitely of a higher caliber than a production company would be. Right. Like,
0: there are those shows where it's like, oh, yes, these people are, you know, professing to have lots of money. Clearly, some of the people on the show have lots of money, mm-hmm. which I love. I love it so much. I mean, I also hate them, but I love them.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Then- I, I, I found it super enjoyable. And it gave me, like I said, vibes of Housewives type stuff, but vibes of like the Vanderpump realness. Honestly, Family Karma. I felt that was pretty it reminded real. Me family
0: karma. Right. Pretty
2: real in the way that those people all clearly knew each other, and uh, and you could just tell they had they had a history. They had seats, you know, and, I, well,
1: and that makes I really it liked better. About TV this one, it just you know, it felt like they actually know each other. Like I, I would say Kevin got hired, but I, everyone else, but, did, but everyone
2: else, because yeah, they, like, they even made they even made like even a lot of them made comments throughout that it was like like acting like they didn't know him for that long all that well. Yeah. And, you know, he was meeting parents and different things like that, When like other ones, like they knew the parents already and stuff. So it seemed like he's newer, but everyone else, yeah, it felt like you're just there because, you know, we know you.
0: Yeah. And I I think the thing for me is, you know, the representation on the show – I would love for us to get over the whole crazy rich Asians thing, you know, like I know there are plenty of other shows that are about crazy rich fill in the blank ethnic group, Mm -hmm. but give me a reality show also about just like Asian people who are just friends and hanging out who aren't billionaires. But because I also watch the shows about white people who are very rich and doing ridiculous opulent things, I was so happy to have this about an Asian cast. And it also like, it was about them being Asian, but the majority of their drama or whatever did not have anything to do with that you know, like societal yeah. expectations and parental expectations definitely came into play. And the culture was very much a part of it. Also that they were different types of Asian. was very Yeah,
2: important. I was gonna say different types of Asian. And I really appreciate that to that point, yeah, it was just stories about people. And then I enjoyed learning the little uh, tidbits about cultural things that would come in like talking about the surrogacy thing i thought mm-hmm.
1: that was
0: really
2: interesting like that kind of stuff and and whether that's a full cultural thing or whether it's yeah, just, I think that's uh, within just their family yeah yeah their family but whatever it is it, they she perceives it as a cultural thing i don't know she said it was but who knows you know but either way it's this thing where it's like that stuff's interesting to kind of like sprinkle in here and there but like it, just, it wasn't the focus of the whole thing and making it like oh look this is different because this it was like there's a crazy group of people that is they're good for tv and they happen to be asian yeah. You know, and it was in different kinds of Asian. and that was cool. And so, yeah, I appreciated that, and we need more of it. And we need more – they're starting to try to do it, and they are really minimal efforts of trying to diversify the houseways a little bit. But <laughs> we need more of these casts of these shows to have more than just a token of each of well, this race or that race. Like, we need more just multicultural
0: Matt, uh, are shows you watching Dallas this season? Where's I am,
2: yeah. What am I Jackie, I
0: assume you are not watching – yeah, so on Real Housewives of Dallas, there was a woman kicked off the last season for being just like super racist. And she was super racist towards a cast member who is from Mexico. And then this season, I guess between the seasons, this woman, put this a separate woman- It resurfaced, yeah. Uh, yeah, there was a video that came out of her making fun of squinty eyes and saying like, doing it, you know, one of those super racist Asian accents. And she was kept on the show. And then this season they brought in, it's actually the first Asian housewife, I think. There may have been like a half, you know, people and other franchises, but she is truly, I think the first like memorable full cast member, Asian housewife. She's a doctor, of course. She's also crazy rich. But the first interaction between these two characters is about her essentially, like, pardoning this woman on behalf of Asian kind. Being like, I don't yeah. think you're a terrible person, blah blah I was like, first of all, you don't get to decide that on behalf of the rest of us. Second of right. all, she's a terrible racist person! <laughs> this is not excused behavior. Now, can people learn and grow from it? Sure. But the thing she did was so offensive to me. and. It just made it so her entire storyline became about her Asianness and yeah. she became a token
1: on the show in order to almost
0: excuse the behavior of another cast member.
1: That's a bummer. Like, because I thought they were doing that to make her be racist more and then kick her off. That would have been great. <laughs>
2: well, because they could also they could just fire her. They don't have to even do that. But it's a thing yeah, where I, I think, think that it was either drama. either yeah, either to bring her on to excuse the behavior or bring her on to yeah, further drama, like whatever. But either way you only, it, it seems very apparent you only brought someone Asian on the show because of this thing that happened, where it's like, you should have just been doing this already. Yeah, You like, right. need to just do this without reason.
0: Beverly Hills is getting an Asian or a half-Asian housewife who's actually a, married to an animation director.
2: Yeah. And they <laughs> and they got they got their first Black housewife. I mean, we've had Black housewives, but they got yeah. their first Black housewife last year and everything. And it's like, it's just, okay, we're slowly getting there. Like And New York just got their first Black housewife. Which it's is like absurd
0: to me. I'm like, how it, yeah. do you have? that? Like,
2: so I'm like, I, I've never, yeah. How do you look at New York and think like, oh, all white? Yeah, you know. And I think that's actually one where we did have a half Asian um, at one point, but yeah. I think. So, I'm, yeah. I'm into. I'm into the new girl in Dallas though, so I'm happy she's there. But I agree that it's kind of like, okay, that's the purpose you're serving right away,
0: right? You
2: know, but I'm into her. So. No, no.
0: I mean, I think she's <laughs> fine, but I just like, I'm not. I, I, her, oh, I her initial willingness to forgive this person. I was like, you don't even know this person. Why you don't get, why are you forgiving them on a behalf of like multiple cultures? You know, it's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. it left a bad taste in my mouth, but thankfully, like a show like Bling Empire, I'm like, oh no, this is great. This is wonderful. Like, this is
1: the world. Well, it was just, thing. it's yeah. nice. It's nice to have people that actually know each other and, you can sure, tell yeah. that there's history there and you can tell that they're mostly authentic, right? And at least their relationships pre- seem pretty authentic, you know, because they're funnier together and, and more interesting, you know? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And Family Karma started doing this as well, but it's telling the reality TV beings at large that there are just as slash more interesting tropes or whatever you want to go with at uh, people to cast than just rich white women, trashy white people and your stereotypical loud black women that you like to try to say women are like all the time. Right? Yeah, that's what reality TV focuses on. Mm-hmm, and it's like, right. I've been in rooms where black women have been told to act more black and be more, and they have to be a caricature kind of thing because everyone wants you know, that, like, oh, loud talking, and whatever. And it's like, no, sure, if you are that way, great. But like, it's just this kind of thing where that's what reality TV tends to like lean a lot of the mm-hmm. time when we're just casting people, real people. They've you been know,
1: casting archetypes, trying to get mm-hmm. the magic of some of these early, you know, experiments they had with reality TV, right? And just trying to like, okay, well, we'll cast a villain. We'll cast, you know, this person and this person. And, but the real chemistry of real people always is gonna win. It's gonna it's gonna be what it sells, and you can see
2: that it exists in other people besides these ones that we've just been casting this whole time. So mm-hmm. let's continue and let's like Yeah, like, you like you extend your casting there. pools basically. Yes, a hundred percent. Yeah. And I, you know, one of the one of the co-executive producers I noticed on the show, uh, who is Asian, and I worked with her for a long time on actually Kardashians. And I was so I I have never known her to be a co-executive producer. I didn't. I mean, maybe she had before, but I saw and I was like, oh, good for you. And I I could, I could see her all over this. Mm. And I loved it.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping we get a season two. I'm hoping we get more episodes. Like, eight is a very powerful and, like, lucky number in Chinese culture, at least. So I was like, okay, fine. Oh, okay. I, get, I get what you did there. Also, I don't think they had more than eight episodes worth of, you know, I think sure. it was a good ending, but I was like, I want more. I
1: want more right away. Like, I want to know what mm-hmm. happens. I want to know what happens. Jackie, you have to finish, because, like, I think... I will. I will. I, yeah. I just honestly forgot last night. Like, I was getting frustrated with stuff, and then, you know,
2: whatever yeah, no, and I think I, I I'm somewhere in the middle, I think, of, of you two on, on that whole thing. Cause like I said, I was like I was trying to figure out what it was and then I swore that didn't happen until episode seven, but maybe I was crazy. But either way But they decide I, at the
1: end of end of six. Oh, so, I see. Okay. So I watched six oh. and then I was like, I
2: don't want to watch six okay yeah. You know, because I yeah. was just like yeah. Yeah. But what's funny is I still think regardless, like like even if if you two went and did that on my behalf without Tommy, I'd be pissed at you. So I right. still think it it's like inappropriate matter. to do. But yeah. That wouldn't stop me from watching it because I'm watching for I
1: want, uh, I want the drama. Yeah. I want the see, drama. So for me, I'm it's like, like it's I'm so funny like oh good. Because, like, it would <laughs> yeah. be even if you're yeah because I, I know the point we were making earlier to come back to it. Yeah, no, even my very best friends doing that without telling me, I would be very angry. Yeah, I, I totally get it. I think the way
0: it ended up playing out or ends up playing out kind of also helps mitigate the situation. I don't want I don't want to spoil it because I yeah do, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I, but I think like. Had oh, yeah. <laughs> there are there are a million ways where it could have been completely and utterly friendship breaking. And, you know, I do think it, it's absolutely uh, flirting with the line of like, truly a, a horrible thing to do, yeah. just for the sake it's of it.
2: inappropriate, you know. I don't
0: know. I, I don't feel like there was a ton of malicious intent with it. It may have been like misplaced.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, maybe... I, didn't think, yeah oh, I, didn't I didn't think there think was, it was any malicious, malicious intent, anyway. but I thought it was yeah. Yeah, but
0: But um, I think there are shows where
2: that yeah, No, there are shows where there,
0: there are shows me. where somebody would have done that as a malicious yes. thing. So
2: you can you can forgive the part that it's like they they're trying to do good. And so you it's mm-hmm. like oh, it's wrong, but you can see that at least they're not trying to be awful.
0: Yeah. Whereas
2: on a housewife show or thought you might find someone like, oh, well, I'm just gonna go and I'm gonna have this guy come surprise her and my like to like hurt the other person. Mm-hmm. And as awful as this makes me sound as a person and everything, because I'm watching these and like I know they're real people, but it's like you know, you're you're looking at them. I'm just looking at characters on a show at this point, and I like live for the drama so for me if she got really upset at them and whether she does or not whatever I wanted that scene anyway so I wanted to see how that had to turn out so it's interesting because we talked we've talked before about you having the thing where like you get overly embarrassed for someone in a show or overly and you can't watch this uh, Uh and stuff and it's like I wonder if the doc you follow in this kind of way because it's about being messy and stuff like that Mm -hmm. affects you on a level where you just don't get as into it you know, like, I think
1: so. I think this is talks think about think
2: housewives, stuff like that. You've watched some, but you don't really like, you know, like
1: I have such a hard time with it. And that's why I stopped watching. Cause it's like, I can't watch them do this. I can't watch
2: them. Break <laughs> yeah. Terror. It's like, you Because like,
1: I know that like, I would, I would be so angry about it. Like so angry. And I'm like, well, I just, you know, I don't yeah, don't so you don't want
2: that. to see the reaction because you're <laughs> dead yeah. People I don't can't want to see because it it's a podcast,
1: but yeah. Jackie
0: is literally like crossing yeah, her like, arms yeah. and like shaking <laughs> yeah. it out. And yeah, like, so she, I can see you getting physically yeah. like uncomfortable thinking about yeah. it.
2: Like, <laughs> whereas, yeah. whereas I'm like, I'm like, uh, what else can we do? I
0: just get my popcorn <laughs> out and I'm just like, yeah. I, think, exactly. I think the reason yeah. I'm able to sort of separate myself, especially with the show like Bling Empire, where I'm like, none of these people need, except for maybe Kevin, need this show. Right? Like, they have all signed on to this. They are all actors in a sense. They are all... She signed on to
1: the storyline, too, to be honest. So she told them that she hadn't talked to her biological father in a long time. And Yeah.
0: Now, as opposed to a show like 90 Day Fiance, which is one of my favorite shows of all time, where I'm like, oh, there are people on this show who are desperate and like need to get out, trying to get out of an uncomfortable situation because like their living situation is something that they are trying to get out of by coming to America. Mm -hmm. And like, they are in some senses being exploited a little bit in this. There are, you know, there are plenty of people on that show who are 100% signing up for the fame and that part Mm -hmm. of it, but... This one, I'm like, no, if the show never got picked up again or whatever, like if nothing else
1: came from this, they're all going to be fine. So Uh, I, honestly, I logically understand that. I really do. It's just emotionally, I cannot handle... Watching people make make <laughs> make mistakes like that for some reason, it and, just, that, and that and that
2: is, I think, ladies and gentlemen, we got to the bottom of <laughs> yeah. uh, Jackie's uh, only because it's not like you've ever said, "Oh, I hate houses, hate this and that," but like you don't ever stick with it. Like you watch this and that, but you just like, eh. and it, it might be maybe it's just it's too stressful for you. I
1: think they, I think they get too stressful. <laughs> That's quite possible. We, yeah, we figured we figured it out. We solved we it. Out. <laughs> we we cracked the, the code, Jackie.
2: Whereas Dana and I are over here being like, okay, but, like, what else but could more. you do to this girl? Yeah,
1: like, like what else could you this do this to
2: her? Like, her? her And this, more. this
1: also explains why <laughs> I love Bridgerton and you guys hate it. Because I'm like, oh, not real drama. This is great. Yeah, it's like, totally
2: fine. It. <laughs> and I was like, was there anything juicy at all? I was like, other, oh, you guys, so
1: I did not have to point cover point? my eyes one time. I was just really—I knew it was. Many many be time. Time.
2: <laughs> I was like, I covered them several times. Yeah, my, almost <laughs> my ear Just, but mostly just kind of like, oh god, don't do that.
0: Oh no, they know. did it!
2: They
1: did it! Oh, they did! Oh, and they did it again!
0: Oh, they did it! <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. We're just, yeah, it. we're very—we're di- different viewers, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Different strokes for different folks.
0: Yeah. Well, with that, we'll have more to view next week. Thank you both. Yeah. Thank you to Jackie and Matt for joining and now a lot of follow up points. Let's start off with WandaVision. So we talk a lot about House of M on this podcast and we figured we should probably take a moment to explain what it is in case you are not aware. House of M is a run of comics from 2005. I think it's probably one of the better Marvel comic storylines in however many years. You know, Civil War is obviously a classic one which we've seen translated or parts of it translated onto screen in the MCU. And the reason that we talk about House of M so much is because it centers around Scarlet Witch and she suffers a mental breakdown and basically distorts reality and flips it completely on its head because she's lost her children and she is trying to recreate a world in which they are alive. And the reason that we think it is going to factor into the future of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and now the television universe is because it's a really easy way to wipe the slate clean. It means you could recast actors or roles who have been missing. If you wanted to bring someone back, like an actor back, right? You could bring back Chris Evans, let's say. Or if you wanted to explain why somebody was playing completely by a new character who maybe, you know, maybe their contract is up or maybe they just don't want to be part of the MCU anymore or maybe you want to bring them back. Uh, That's an easy, easy, easy way to do it. So this is why we think House of M is going to heavily factor into something in the upcoming universe because such an easy way out of this. Also, we talked about Mephisto. So Mephisto is a demon character from Marvel and they were supposedly created along with many other entities and creatures uh, in the event or the Big Bang equivalent that caused the Infinity Gems to form as well as this sort of group of demons. They're very evil in nature. They have been the antagonist to multiple Marvel characters throughout their history and they, they have a very important relationship with Scarlet Witch that may or may not factor into the show. I think it will. We'll find out. And then who are S.W.O.R.D.? S.W.O.R.D. are the sentient world observation and response department. They deal with counterterrorism and intelligence, mostly relating to extraterrestrial threats within the world of Marvel. We also assume they will heavily factor into the Eternals, and there might be a reason that they are dealing with Wanda in WandaVision, because, uh, you know, maybe she's under attack. We aren't sure what's going on, but they are sort of the other hand of S.H.I.E.L.D., and obviously, you know, S.H.I.E.L.D., the status of S.H.I.E.L.D. in the MCU or the universe that we're living in is is not so great and so this is a sort of replacement group. Moving on to Bling Empire, the documentary Kevin Kreider was starring in was called The Ugly Model and it did get made. It looks like it screened at a few festivals in 2019. I don't think it got a wider release, but it did come out around the time they started filming Bling Empire. As we sort of worked our way through in our discussion, it did turn out that they filmed Bling Empire in 2019. The Chinese New Year party was filmed on February 19th. That's when they threw the party. And it looks like they may have filmed as late as October of 2019. Uh, There's a trip to Vegas that gets posted on a couple of their social media that happened in October. And as we said, that's somewhat unorthodox for the first season of a show to have that much time and energy to spend on filming. That has been it for this episode. Thank you so much for joining. If you enjoyed it, we would love it if you could leave us a rating or a review or even consider subscribing.